What's up, pals? This is Chris Sampson, and welcome to episode 52 of Super Nerd Pals. In this episode, we talk about MAGFest 2016, Naruto Shippuden Ninja Storm 4, and Street Fighter 5. We also cap it off with a special topic all about robots and androids. One more thing before we start the episode, in a little over a week from now, it will be the first Friday of March, and you know what that means. That means we have a brand new episode of Anime is Weird ready to come out. So stay tuned. If you have not listened to the first episode, check it out. It's on our website and also on the same Super Nerd Pals RSS feed. So you can find it in our in iTunes or in SoundCloud or Stitcher. Alright pals, enjoy the episode. What's up, pals? Welcome to episode 52 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host for today, Chris Sampson. I'm Stan Gadersky. I'm Andy Karasquilla. Andy, I heard you fucked up your comic books. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us that story. Nice, nice segue into, <laughs> to my shitty news. Yeah, I fucked up $30 worth of comic books. Wait, how this happened? Come on, details. Uh, last Tuesday in New York, it was like fucking pouring raining out. So I was like, I'm going to pick up comic books. And I picked up like $30 worth of comic books and I put it in my friend's bag, which was not waterproof. And oh. yeah. So I, I feel pain. I, I remember bringing some comic books. I, it was like a whole bunch of graphic novels. It was like Green Lantern Rebirth and like some other really cherished graphic novels of mine. And it rained, and I never really carried an umbrella, so now the, all the pages are like really crinkly, and they make that weird, annoying sound. And oh my like, god, that's how bleed. That's oh, how was... all of my, uh, how all of my issues are. Uh, it was Walking Dead issue one fifty one, uh, Miles Morales Spider Man issue one, uh, Spidey, Amazing Spider Man. Spider-Man 2099. A bunch of fucking Spider-Man books. All the Spider-Man books. All of them. Spider-Gwen. Web Warriors? Uh, Not Web Warriors. Uh, this was the day before it. Web Warriors came out, so I got lucky. So you get them replaced, or are they still... Uh, No, I don't have the money to replace that. I ain't that bowling. Not yeah. yet. You should at least rebuy Miles Morales. Spider-Man number one. I want to. Yeah, you should probably do I'm that. probably going to buy it from uh, Midtown this week. I the only time that's ever happened to me was I bought an issue of Batman sixty six meets the Green Hornet, and I was on it was it wasn't even raining. I was on the subway, I was on the train, on the actual train, and a drop of water came out of the ceiling and like hit right the right on the cover. I like, took it out of the plastic to look at it and went. That's crazy. Ruined the book. That one little drop of water. How mad were you? <sighs> like that wasn't even your fault. That's the MTA's fault at this point. Yeah. Gave my comic book cholera and shit. Cholera. Did you buy? <laughs> did you uh, rebuy that issue? Nah, I didn't even care. I was like, that was the only issue that I bought. <laughs> I bought one and two when I was done. I was like, whatever. I don't know, man. I feel like I have to buy all thirty dollars worth of comics again. So far, I replaced Walking Dead issue one fifty one, but that mm, was it. Mm, mm. Anyway, that's enough of my depressing intro. <laughs> Chris, you want to take us in a newsflash? 
Yes, newsflash. So, sure you can. <laughs> we need some kind of sound effect, Chris. I tell you every week we need a sound effect for newsflash, and until you do it, I'm just gonna say something from Street Fighter. Okay, we we, we can totally do Street Fighter effects as our newsflash. Uh, oh, I don't want I, them. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna do it as a punishment every week. You don't do it. That's not really an effective punishment because I enjoy all those. <laughs> KO, you Tiger. win. USA. Okay, keep going. Newsflash. A few days ago, Bethesda uh, updated on their blog new details about their DLC and season pass. So you have Automatron, Wasteland Workshop, Far Harbor. Uh, so Automatron, it's retail nine ninety nine, and you you find and build robots and kill them. Yeah, he defines like a this mysterious mechanic, and he's releasing a horde of evil robots in the Commonwealth. You had to hunt them down, and from this you can harvest and cannibalize and piece and uh, build new robots, which I'm is really awesome. I'm just gonna build like fucking robots with Gatling guns, like tons of them. I have a robot Gatling gun army. It's like Chris's, uh, Chris's, what was it? Soviet, Soviet, Soviet attack bear. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be like that, but with robots. Soviet robot. attack bots. Yeah. Attack bots. Soviet attack bots. And they're going to shoot out cryo mines. I want, I want to build a, a giant robot that shoots smaller robots out of it. <laughs> Yo, like, well, what's his name? Um, Liberty prime that shoots out. I don't know. Like, Cogsworth that have like mini nukes attached to them. I was thinking like it like tiny servbots, like Fallout theme servbots. So kind of like Zircon from uh, Ratchet and Clank. Don't know of what you speak. I've never played Ratchet and Clank. What? <laughs> I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. I'm, Breaking I'm, news. I'm, I'm waiting for that. Breaking remake. news. Stan had no childhood. Listen, I played Jack two. Only two? <laughs> yes. What the fuck is wrong with you? I played Jack 2, and I never even played the Sly Cooper games until I became an adult. I'm done. <laughs> I don't think I, I... The first time I ever played a Sly Cooper game was last year. Like, the beginning of last year. I'm gonna fucking, like, shove those games down your throat. <laughs> I really enjoyed the first one. Don't give me, like... Alright? Alright? Uh-huh. All right. I'm waiting for the remake. There's, a, there's the Ratchet & Clank PS4 remake coming out this year. Yeah. I'm gonna play that one. Because of the movie. No. Just... Yeah, there's going to well, be a Ratchet and Clank no, movie. I'm, that's not the reason why I'm buying then, it, though. And then there's going to be a Sly <laughs> Cooper movie. Yeah. Where the fuck's my Jack and Dexter movie, though? Nobody cares about Jack and Dexter. I care about Where's Jack and Crash Dexter. Crash Bandicoot? Nobody cares about Crash Bandicoot. I care about Crash. Come on. Don't, don't tread on my feelings. Shut up. Activision owns See, your, them now. Fuck Activision. Your childhood was a Jack games, the Sly no, games, the Ratchet my... and Clank games. Mine was Crash Bandicoot, Parappa the Rapper, and... I've actually never played a Parappa game. Uh, you, then you then we but can't Spyro. judge each other. Okay? But Spyro, Parappa's awesome, and Jack and, Yo, and Ratchet's Spyro awesome. was the shit before Activision had it. I see a running theme of Activision fucking shit up, but just Big saying. Punch, it's all in the mind. <laughs> Do you want to test me? Some, some fine. Now kick. You didn't say kick. Kick. Punch. Punch. Now kick punch. Kick punch. Now kick punch twist. <laughs> 
Uh, you didn't press the buttons fast enough. All right, move on. Move on. Next topic. All no, right. You didn't finish this topic. Go back <laughs> so, to the So you build robots and there's a new DLC and that comes out March 2016. So next one, uh, Wasteland Workshop. It's $4.99. Uh, releases in April 2016. And uh, I'm excited for this because it's basically Pokemon meets Fallout. So you can tame Deathclaws and have them as companions. I Listen, want- who who's going to catch them all? Andy's gonna catch them all. I wanna train a Deathclaw and then make them fight my piece of shit settlers who are never happy. <laughs> no matter what I do, no matter how many clinics I put down. Hey, like, hold on. Just out of curiosity, running off on a tangent here. Has anyone ever shot up their settlements? Any of their settlements? Yeah. Well, sanctuaries. Sanctuaries specifically. Save the game. Yeah, and then kill them all. And then punch I've never done that. What happens? Like, do the so, like, turn so on you? Mama Murphy is immune to bullets and the only way that you can kill her is if you overdose her with a uh, jet. And then... Uh, really? Who's the guy that recruits you? What's his name? Preston Garvey? Preston. Preston, Preston runs away. He's like, he runs away. Like, he's, yeah, he, he runs away completely. Like, once you, once you shoot someone, he leaves. Yeah, he runs hostile. away. It just wow. ruins the whole settlement. There's no point. Because you, you can't even kill these people. You can kill all of them except for uh, not like not like the named ones, like Mary Long, whatever the hell her name is. You is can always kill like, Mama Murphy, <sighs> drug that bitch. I made her clean. I clean her up. <laughs> anyway, that's crazy. Yeah, that's the first thing I'm gonna do. Make a Thunderdome, train up my Deathclaw, march all those settlers right in there. He's like, you beat Deathclaw, you can stay in the settlement. New, new world order. <laughs> no one's gonna win. <laughs> that's the point. My settlement already reached 100% happiness. I got the platinum. I don't care about them anymore. <laughs> That's true. It's just going to be me and my Deathclaw that I'm going to name Road Dog. <laughs> What's also really surprising, the blog here mentions <laughs> that you can capture raiders as well. So no, fuck that. I want, it's a, not... I want a Deathclaw. I want a glowing Deathclaw named Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Road Dog and Biscuit. The New Age Outlaws. <laughs> I'm curious, like with this, can you can you like tame animals and then add armor to them? Because then you know I'm just gonna put oh mini guns and my guns God. to my death claw. What and, make, if, and, and make sure it's what a bit irradiated. You and... can tame you can tame the death claw and then give him robotic armor. Cyber demon from Doom. <laughs> that's what that's what you just made. <laughs> you just created the cyber demon. Or mixing a stance idea, build Liberty Prime that shoots out robot swarms, which are half Deathclaw, half robot. I'm just gonna f- build a bunch of robots and like stitch them together like armor, and then put it on my Deathclaw. So he's just wearing robots. Damn, that's hardcore. <laughs> or Deathclaw's wearing power armor. Can like, you imagine? I don't know. I'm gonna make a giant Nick Valentine that Nick Val- Valentine pilots from inside his head. <laughs> Yes. I want uh, the Dragon Zord. I'm gonna do it. When the case is too big, you gotta get inside the Mecha Valentine. <laughs> we got a big oh, mystery great. this time. Alright, let's move on to the story <laughs> mode one. Yeah, what's the story DLC? Alright, last one. Last one's called Far Harbor. It's $24.99. Releases in May 2016. And it's a new case that you have to solve through Valentine's Detective Agency. And it takes you to Maine. So this is 
This is brand new uncharted territory, at least in the it's, Fallout 4 yeah, universe. It's like yeah. um it's like the Fall 3 DLCs, like um Point Lookout or the Pit where you'd go to Pittsburgh and like do some missions there and it'd be like a whole <laughs> different area that you go to. So um that one's twenty five dollars. The wasteland thing is five bucks, the Android thing is ten dollars. So right now the season pass is thirty bucks. And it won't be thirty bucks for long. Well, because aren't they adding more shit than just that? Well, yeah. So if even if you do, if you add up what's there now, twenty five for Far Harbor, five dollars for the wasteland, that's already thirty bucks. Ten dollars for the Android. Now you're up to forty bucks. So no, the season but, pass is already worth it. Well, then the new the new price for the season pass is going to be fifty. Right, but they're so, also they're coming out with further DLC. Yeah, this that's is, what I'm saying. This is not all. So. Um, if you're looking to play the Fallout DLC, you better jump on the season pass before March 1st. Cause... So that's like next Wednesday. Yeah, you have like a seven or eight days to like get, get your butt to PSN or whatever retailer and get that season pass right now before it bumps up. What comes out next Friday? Our other podcast. Hell yeah, it does. Anime is weird. Co- episode yeah, two. You're right. With Codebreaker. I had to do a little math in my brain. Figure out when when that when the episode was going to drop. You're right. You're right. Coming up. Coming Gotta up. So recording those eps. <laughs> Don't tell them up that. Real quick. April's, <laughs> April's coming up. We gotta watch some Tiger Uppercut. You just spoil next next month's episode. No, Chris, we'll cut this out. Yeah, you gotta cut this out, Chris. Yeah, I'll cut it. Secret. Out. No one needs to we, know. We can't we can't let this trade secrets. Or or you can stuff. just bleep that out. You can just bleep that out. So that's that'd like... be better. So people be like, what happened? Anyway, cool. All right, so that's it for Fallout News. And Stan, how about you follow up with our next piece? Jim Lee details some news surrounding the DC Rebirth that's coming up soon this year. Um, all the DC titles except for Action Comics and Detective Comics are going back to issue number one. Sounds familiar? Yeah. Um, Action Comics and Detective Comics are going back to their original numbering, which is in the mid-900s. And all the books, most of the books, are dropping to two ninety nine. But the issue ones are going to be like six bucks. No, they're two ninety nine. Really? Yep. Right, got you there. Right, you were like, you were ready to be like, this, this some bullshit. They're doing this again. Yeah, because they always, they always raise the prices of issue ones. Every month is is number one. Just do it. Just do it. Every every month is a new issue one of Batgirl. <laughs> I don't know. About that. <laughs> Just keep going. We'll get nowhere in the story. Just reboot it every every month. Action, so presumably Action Comics is going up to 900 so they can do a th- issue 1000, which is going to be pretty boss. They're all going back to issue one after issue 52, which yeah, thematic for DC. What, what, why do they love that number so much? 52? Because... Hmm. 52 universes, new 52, 52 well, portals. That's, and... that's why they did the new 52, was because there's 52 universes. And then, uh, and then there was 52, the, the weekly series that they did for a whole yeah. year. And then there's uh, the 52 portals from Flash. That's a reference to the new 52. Yeah. So. Lots of 52s. This is, this is episode 52. This, this is episode 52. <laughs> Hell yeah. And we happen to be talking about a lot of 52 up in this bitch. A lot of 52. A lot of 52. Super 52. Damn, I wish we could have did the original idea for this episode. Don't spoil it. We'll just put it in our pocket for 152. 152? That's a long time from now, man. <laughs> that's anyway. like that's like two years from now. Yeah, I don't. I'm not super happy, 
but I'm not also super upset about this news, you know? I mean, they're dropping the price on Fuckwood. Yeah, the drop the price, that's the most important thing. Everything's dropping back to $2.99. Batgirl was already $2.99, but um, I'm interested in being able to pick up an issue one of Batgirl because I never owned a Batgirl number one. Harley Quinn's going back to number one. Oh, also, they're shipping twice monthly some, Wait, some titles. You said that they're going back to issue one after they hit 52? So um, a lot of titles. Okay. Like Batgirl, Action yeah. Comics. So is does that mean that Grayson, We Are Robin? No, so whenever those are gonna go back to issue one also? Yeah, they're all going back. I wonder if Grayson It's is going gonna, to Nightwing. I was just gonna yeah, say that. I wonder if it's gonna yeah, end. It's, I knew Grayson was coming back. to a close. It's switching back to Nightwing. Fucking um, sweet. I got yeah. Nightwing issue one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they're all launching at the same time. I think some of them are launching and then some of them are like staggered like Listen, later in the year. I don't give a fuck. Just Nightwing, you know. they're still on my I'm pull list. I don't know. They're still on my pull list. They're going to pull that shit every month. I think it's – some of them are shipping twice monthly though. So I think Action Comics, Detective Comics is coming twice a month. Some other ones too. Really? Yeah, they're two ninety nine and they're coming out twice a month. So that kind of offsets the cheaper price since you have to buy issues two at a time. I think they're doing that so they get to issue 1,000 faster. You know, so it doesn't take them three more years to get up to issue Yeah, it's going to take a year and a half at that rate. Yeah, so they do that and they just like get through through them all. But um, I'm interested to see what the what directions they're going to go. I'm going to keep reading Batgirl. I might pick up one or two other DC books if they're all going to drop down to 2.99. You should pick up Nightwing. You should bring back Red Lanterns. <laughs> yes, Red Lanterns. Supergirl's going back to number one too, so that's that might be a good idea to go now, and the jump back is, in. the question is... Is Nightwing going to black and red or black and blue? Black and purple. Black, black and, and purple. Black and pink. Let him join the Heart Foundation. I'm with that. Star <laughs> Sapphire, Nightwing. Do it. Do it, DC. Honorary member. I'm really excited for uh, Detective Comics number one, especially since um, Scott Snyder is moving to that book. Oh, I might pick that up if Scott Snyder's on that. I wonder what issue 1000 is going to be like. It's going to be... Uh... Batman and Superman become BFFs. They they do the fusion dance. And and then uh they beat the Joker and they live happily ever after. No, like Joker fuses with Lex Luthor and then they have an epic standoff. But then I was gonna, then I was just... gonna say with Darkseid, but I mean, Oh with Dark okay. Lex is fine. That's just that just becomes uh speeding bullets then. Which is the best one of the best um Elseworlds these Never ever. read it. Listen, Chris, you heard of Speeding Bullets? Actually, this is my first time. Like, play that shit, man. Oh, man, you guys never heard of Speeding Bullets? I, I feel like I, I brought this up. Anyway, all right, so Speeding Bullets tells the story of what would happen if Cal L's rocket landed in Gotham City and he got adopted by Martha and Thomas Wayne and got named Bruce Wayne. That's Yo, fucking that's crazy. Awesome. So they raise him as Bruce Wayne, but he's actually Cal L. And then when Joe Chill kills Martha, Thomas and Martha, he melts Joe Chill with his fucking laser vision because he never knew he had superpowers. But that's the moment he gets superpowers. He fucking murders him with his with his heat ray fucking vision shit. So does he become like Batman? Yeah, he but becomes like... Batman, but he's got all of Superman's powers because he's Bruce Wayne, but he's Kal-El also. So he's got the rocket in the Batcave and he's got all of Superman's powers, but he has the upbringing of, of Bruce Wayne. So he's Bruce Wayne. So it's Bruce Wayne with Superman powers. It's Kal-El with the identity of Bruce Wayne. 
essentially. Yeah, but he's like full on Bruce, like douchebag. Yeah, he's Bruce Wayne. He's a little clumsier because you know Clark Kent. He's all like he's all doofy and shit. So he's a little bit like that when he's Bruce Wayne. But he's Bruce Wayne. He's he's brooding. He's he's pissed off all the time. Do you own this? Um, no. Fuck. Does he but, does he still have like a pathological fear of bats or or, or does he, gets, he does like the, he becomes does Batman. like the Batman Year One thing happen? To Bruce, uh, to Bruce slash Cal, or I, I'm just wondering how. I mean, he's he's Batman. He's he's sitting in the chair. The bat comes through the window. He gets the idea to become Batman. His suit's different though. It's like fully covering his face. So he's got it's it's like black and like got the bat symbol and the ears, but it's just you don't see his face. And he when he debuts, he's just wrecking people because he's got Superman's power set. And then Lex Luthor goes to Gotham, ends up falling in a vat of acid. And becomes the Joker. Yo. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of my favorite Elseworlds. It's it's like insane. This book sounds so tight. I, I need to pick it up. Definitely recommend you read it. Excellent. Well, thank you, Stan. Thank you for dropping that knowledge. Oh, it looks pretty dope. He looks like a Batman, but like like a ninja. Yeah, and his his bat symbol is like in a in a shield, like a Superman type of shield, but it's all yellow with the bat symbol in the center. Yeah, it's cool. That's really awesome. Well, when did that come out? Oh, long time ago. Yeah, it looks pretty. Like eighties, probably nineties. Uh, speeding bullets, ninety three. Yeah, early nineties. But yeah, that was newsflash. Cool. Yep. Hadouken. 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 I don't know. I don't know what he says. Chris, tell me about Magfest. Talk about Magfest. So I've been on a huge con. What's it called? Binge Fest. Yeah, let's call it Binge Fest. So if you listen to last week's episode, I went to Katsucon 2016 at the Gaylord Resort and Hotel in National Harbor, Maryland, and I was back there this past weekend. I was I was given the opportunity through my job to work. Uh... At Magfest? No, uh, the the other convention. Ketchup Con. Oh really? Why didn't? Yeah. Um, what, what, what happened? What happened? We could have met up and stuff. Um, uh, there wasn't like coverage for me, so I wasn't able to do it. But uh, I was attempting. Okay. I was trying really, really hard. Okay. Well, but I failed. Like I said before, like you, me, and Stan, we should just go to a con together, whether it's like Katsu or Magfest or or both. It's like uh, those two cons in particular are my favorite. One of my, they're, they're just really really fun. Um, anyway, so Magfest 2016. This happened this past weekend. Um, it was a four day convention starting from Thursday through today. Magfest is a really chill, laid back video game and music convention. It's basically four days of just gaming enthusiasts from all over the country. They just get together. And they just play games, go to panels, and rock out to amazing musical acts. This year, I'm not—I don't remember the full roster of who was playing, but people like like Mega Ran, fan favorite Mega Ran. He was he was there. He was doing a panel and concert on Saturday evening. You got like Brental Floss, uh, Metroid Metal is there. Bit Brigade was oh my god, Bit Brigade. Was there? I can't. T- I cannot pronounce brigade. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> wow, Bit brigade. Yes, that's the one. Oh, jeez. 
I'm sorry, guys. I really apologize. I only got maybe seven hours of sleep over both days of the con. So, you very maybe tired. Sleep. Hmm? I feel like maybe you should sleep. I should. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, Don't you think you should sleep? Uh, I should he sleep. doesn't know what sleep means. But I think even though he doesn't know, <clears throat> he should learn. I think it'll help him. I think it'll help you. I think it would. I mean, my brain is just like very, it's very laggy right now. Anyway. So in terms of this con, um, it, it was very different from Katsu in terms of I only went Saturday to Sunday and I didn't go to any panels. It was just more, like I said before, I, what I like about MAGFest is a lot more laid back. So you can just do whatever you want. Uh, so I, I just spent most of the con just uh, walking around, um, just chilling, playing video games. And I, I had a, a lot of my friends from Phantom Comics they were there, so it was mostly just a uh, just a really really extended prolonged hangout session. My highlight of the weekend was checking out the indie games uh, that they were pre- presenting. Like a whole bunch of indie developers, they showed up at the con and they set up a, a a giant section of the game room to demo their games. And I have to plug this one amazingly addicting game that I. I, I need you guys to play. It's so much fun. Um, and it's even better because, like, you two are, you know, they, you live practically right next to each other, so it makes it even better. But there's this game that, that was, like, the highlight for me um, at, at the convention. It's called Nothing Good Can Come Out of This. It's a indie game created by Cartwheel Games. It's a two-person game, and it's meant to be played, like, couch play um, in the same room. The premise is very simple, and the graphics are very basic, but the gameplay is is super addicting, and it's super stressful and high-octane intense, and it's perfect for, like, a house party. So the concept is you play as two, like, pixely block people, and both of you are locked in a room, and there's a shaft or there's a chute uh, at the top of the room and a bullet and a handgun falls into the room and you have to fight over the bullet and the gun and kill the other person. And it it's so simple, but the how it's executed, it's really well polished and it's just it's just quick and easy and you just get sucked into it. You just you can lose hours and hours just playing the game and it, it doesn't feel boring and if you're in a room with people watching you know people will just like get really hyped up and people will shout and holler and hoot so it's a really really fun game um i also participated in the tournament for this game with my friend stephanie it was super intense i made it to the third round but then i got totally owned um by this one guy but it was really cool so you can get this for ninety nine cents online, I think on Steam or for if for PC only. I was talking to the the lead developer. I was really curious if this would ever be ported into handheld gaming because that would be so much fun. And he wasn't quite sure yet because of how the game is designed, it requires two people to be there at the same time. So he was looking to options of of uh, porting it to an iOS device. But he's, fi- he's finding problems with that. But right now, uh, you can play this on your PC. 
And I highly recommend it. It's a really, really fun game. They should release it for uh, PSN and Xbox. And- I really, I really think so. I, I asked him. I asked him about like console support. And he's not quite sure yet. If I remember correctly, he's gonna try to do a Kickstarter. If you just if you look up the website, or just look up, nothing good can come out of this, and look for a page by CartwheelGames.com, and you can find all the info about it. Um, I'm sure you can follow, find the guy's Twitter or Facebook. And or ask him a question. I really hope it comes to like PSN. That'd be great. Other than that, uh, my my Congress is pretty chillax. Um, I did cosplay the two nights before. I fashioned together a Fallout Four Silver Shroud costume, which is a lot of fun. Um, I I took a military trench coat and I had like fedora hang around the house. So I I, I you painted over with metallic silver paint i spray painted um one of my nerf guns and i, I had the pit boy from the limited edition fallout 4 release so i so you got the rock that and i got a lot of compliments and a lot of photo ops um which was really cool and i i encountered some other really cool fallout 4 cosplays i there was another silver shroud um there was this one guy who was my favorite fallout 4 cosplayer over there he looked like bushido brown from the boondocks uh and he, he had like his afro shades and like a really cool like warriors-esque leather jacket and then he had like the fear the furious power fist and it was so boss so that was my favorite follow four cosplay guy i mean it's because the death claw wearing a mech was not there <laughs> Yeah, I mean, of course. Once of course. Or, hits, that's or be Nick the... Valentine piloting a giant <laughs> Nick Valentine. Valentine. Not yet, but once that DLC hit, that's gonna be the the, the fucking costumes of the con. Is that is that our next group cosplay for New York Comic Con? Just just Mecha, Deathclaw, Fallout Four. It'll be like it'll shenanigans. Be like fucking um, the Hulkbuster. Yeah, Comic-Con. I was just gonna say that. Just a giant Nick Valentine <laughs> with with a with a tinier Nick Valentine inside. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you could do? You could even you could even do this at home. Is that you you just dress up as Nick Valentine, and then you get like a like a tiny dog, like a Chihuahua, and then you dress that Chihuahua as Nick Valentine, and you put it on your shoulder. Like or you got like an action figure of Nick Valentine. No, no, no. You get a little dog, <laughs> and you put it on your head or something. Why not a cat? And then you put a, you put little like because cats won't listen to you. They will do whatever the fuck they want. Cats don't give a fuck. Anyway, you put little little um, levers on your head. Right, like little antennae, and you put the dog on top, and it's like, like, like a Silent Hill type dog, you know. With the... I'm a cosplay genius. Anyway, that'd be great. I just want for me, I want to do like Goran Lagan, Silver Shroud. I'll be, I'll be Silver Shroud inside another Silver Shroud inside another Silver Shroud. Synth. Chris is like three Silver Shrouds over here. So many silvers. So I think that's about it for Magfest. I'm really excited to go next year. I really recommend you two coming. Uh, you guys would just love it. Um, I, similar to Katsukon, it literally runs 24-7. So if you want, we could just go to the game room and play literally all the arcade games all four days if we wanted to. I mean, we could also go to panels and concerts. But it's a really fun time. And I've never been to the con all four days or hoteled it up all four days, which is something I, w- I would like to do next year. Um I live somewhat close to National Harbor, like 30, 45 minutes. But I've only usually gone like like a Saturday or Sunday kind of deal. But we should go next year. It'll be great. How much are the tickets? 
for a week for like all four days, it's eighty dollars. For Saturday only, I believe it's twenty five, and for Sunday only, it's twenty. That's not bad. And uh, if we hotel it up, we could always you know split the cost between our group. So. Whatever. And the Gaylords is such a fantastic hotel venue. The staff is really friendly, and you know I I cannot just uh, I cannot give stop giving compliments to them and to the people who organized Magfest. It was really it was a really good really good year. This is my second time, but it was really solid. Dope. So mark your calendars. I think uh, actually let me check. I they might have already posted. Um. Okay, so there's I don't see information right now about Magfest 2017 at least for the East Coast. Um, I know there is news of bringing Magfest to the West Coast in 2017. So um, as soon as I get news about that, I'll you know I can update it on Facebook or I can message it again on the podcast. But um, just look it up, look up Magfest throughout the year. They also do a bunch of smaller events. Um, sometimes they do like a smaller live music event in like Baltimore, Washington, DC, and, and some of lo- some other locations nearby. Um, so just look up magfest.org and you can get all the information about the May convention and those smaller events throughout the year. Awesome. All right. So we're going to break it up a, a bit and get into our weekly comic releases for February. 24th. Um, so, Andy, would you like to start with your pulls for this week? Yeah, so my pulls for this week are Grayson issue 17 and We Are Robin issue 14. And, yeah, Stan? Late week, but um, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number five is coming out. That series is really super awesome. It's a good read. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great comic book. Also, Street Fighter Cross G.I. Joe number one comes out. I don't know what, I never read Anything G.I. Joe or watch G.I. Joe? All I know about is the G.I. Joe thing. Right? That? Like, I know that, but Street Fighter? I don't know shit about G.I. Joe, so holy. I've only read two issues of G.I. Joe comics in my life, and this was when I was like 10 years old, and I don't remember how I got the G.I. Joe. I, I know it was like it was like a mail order subscription. I think it was maybe my brother got it. Or maybe it was like some random selection, but it was two issues. One of them was an issue about Snake Eyes, and it was Snake Eyes writing this letter to this kid who, um, I Snake guess Eyes he... is that guy who's actually like a pair of dice, right? Yeah, exactly. Like his eyes are like dice. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, Stan. Yeah, good try, Stan. Um, so the kid, the kid was, I think it was about to, like, enlist in the army or enlist, uh, like, enlist in like special, like some military de- detachment. Like Snake Eyes was telling him about like the horrors of war, and it was like a really dark issue. He was talking about like stuff that happened in Vietnam, and how sometimes like war being a soldier is not as glorious as it seems to be. Uh, and then the other one, which really stuck with me, was this issue. It was it was basically like the Terminator, but with GI Joe. So uh, the Baroness created this new combat robot called the Bat. Um, and it's basically a Terminator, and the 
Bat was programmed to kill. There was like Scarlet. Like I, I, I'm again. If you're a huge GI Joe fan, I'm really sorry. All I remember is this GI Joe lady had red hair and was super badass. So I guess like a Black Widow type of character. And so the entire issue, like the bat is like stalking her and trying to destroy her. And sort of like in the at the end of the first Terminator, as well as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Scarlet kills the bat by crushing it inside a trash dump truck. But it was a really cool. It was a really looking back. It was like a pretty cheesy comic issue, but I loved it. It was a really cool. It captured my imagination. But other than that, I haven't read any other GI Joe. Um, and I love crossover stuff, so um, I might pick this up too. Fun fact: um, WWE Pro Wrestler Sergeant Slaughter is, is a GI Joe character. I had no idea. <laughs> he was a wrestler first, <laughs> and they put him in GI Joe. He is a GI Joe. That's pretty fantastic. Another fact: The Rock played in the GI Joe movie. Yeah, he was. He was there. There's and Darth Maul. Darth Maul was there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I. I did not know that. Yeah. I hope Sergeant Slaughter's in this comic book and he fights like Ryu or something. Puts him in the, um, you know, Sergeant Slaughter's finishing move. <laughs> Is it the Cobra Clutch? Wait, let me, I, now I'm curious. Yeah, it's Cobra Clutch. <laughs> Put you in the Cobra Clutch. Anyway. Uh, that's it. What's the synopsis or what's the premise? It did, did Street Fighters fighting the G.I. Joes. The streets is fighting. Chris, what's your pull? Okay. Uh, so my pull for this week is Dark Knight 3, issue 3. There is a man on the loose and he's fighting the streets. Who who will stop him? <laughs> Cobra <Batman>? Commanders <laughs> is punching the street. The streets is fighting. <laughs> Dark Knight 3, Chris, let's go. Yeah, Dark Knight 3, issue 3. So... Yeah, it's another expensive book because it's it's Dark Knight. Um, it's a six dollar book, but that doesn't hold a candle to the one hundred forty dollar variant cover uh, drawn by Frank Miller. That's also coming out this week, which blows my mind. Um, I'm just gonna pick up the issue. I don't, I'm not gonna care. I don't care as much about variant covers right now. I mean, that's a fucking expensive as fuck variant. I feel like none of them are less than ten dollars, and I could I could pick up Street Fighter and GI Joe or some other comics. But I just I'm I'm here for the story, and that's it for my pulls. That was the garbage comics of the week. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so this week's comic pulls suck, but it's cool. We got Street Fighter versus Scroll is a great across GI Joes. Well, I'm saying like like bulk wise, like a total. Six comics here? Five. I appreciate the lightweights because <clears throat> it makes it the heavier weeks easy. Yeah, you got to save up anyway. money for uh, that Fire Emblem Fates. And... I already got it. Same. I, I still have to pick my copy up. I haven't started yet. I was able to get the collector's edition. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Shit was awesome. Good stuff. Uh. Anyway. My topic this week, I want to talk about the Naruto game. Hell Naruto yeah. Ninja Storm 4. Believe it. That Dante game is Bayo. fucking amazing. Believe it. <laughs> Rasengan. The, the game story mode picks up 
from uh, the Great Ninja War to the end of the series. So it fills in everything. And it does a really good job doing it. Do you believe it? I believe it. Believe it! (laughs) Andy, does it also cover Boruto? Yeah. Oh, really? It does. That's awesome. Yep. And it covers Naruto the last movie. Seriously? That's great. That's awesome. Props to them. I I really want to pick it up. Boruto and Sadara are both like playable characters along with Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura, and Hinata from the last movie. So you get Sasuke with that badass like Sharingan and Renegon. Yo, that's dope. You get that. Do they have that scene where he he running through the stones? No. <laughs> what? That's the best part of Naruto's. When he run through the rocks. <laughs> and nobody believed it. <laughs> but he believed it. And he, he climbed. He climbed all those stairs. At the end. Is he rocky? And, and he beat Apollo Creed. <laughs> He took him to the last round. <laughs> and then what's what's his girlfriend's name? Hinata. He's like, oh, yo, Hinata, I did it. And then they, they gave him the belt. But that was Naruto 2. Naruto 1, he almost beat Creed. But it came down to a decision at the end. Oh, what, Setting what was up the a decision? That it was a trash anime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And in the third movie, they brought in Mr. T. And Wait, just can't that? even right now. Was that, was that Naruto three? Or was that Naruto four? Hold on. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fight. He he fought Mr. T, the Naruto, and then he got a little bit older. And then in Naruto four, Dolph Lundgren, Drago. Yeah. Yeah. You fought Russian Sasuke. And then and then Naruto Balboa. <laughs> no, no, no. You forgot about Naruto 5 when he trained someone else. He trained Rock Lee to fight <laughs> to fight the bad guys. And then, what was and then the... in this past year, Michael B. Jordan plays Boruto. And, yeah. <laughs> and then and the brand Academy Award winning movie Boruto. Yeah. You believe it? Believe it. Believe it. It's great. It's a great series. I give. I give it ten. A, ten animes. Ten animes. Ten whole out of, animes. Out of how many animes? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> Too many to count. Anyway, tell me more about about the punching games. This game, uh, like compared to the other Naruto storing games, I think Storm One probably had the best fighting system, and then Storm Two was like. A more broken fighting system. Storm 3 or Storm Generation like fucked up this fighting system completely. And then Storm 3 tried to fix it. Revolutions tried to fix it. And this game like finally perfected their fighting system. You can switch between uh, the two support characters that you pick. And they'll have like the same chakra and same uh, health. And... Yeah, you you can like uh, mid combo switch characters. This game's fucking awesome. Can you customize your own pirate ship? No. <laughs> Sail the seas. Get the, one, get the one piece. Why would you need to do that? Get the one piece. You're trying to become Hokage. 
Yeah, and the whole Kagi's like crown is in one piece. <laughs> that is clearly anime confused with Rocky. See, my question is, why didn't Naruto collect the Dragon Balls and just wish to be Hokage? Right? Stan, you're gonna get us right like zero stars. This and, and you know what this reminds me of? It must be that that viral photo where it's like a picture of someone from Fairy Tale, but they they just add in like this this guy's from Dragon Ball, and he he fights Hollows, and he can do alchemy, and it's just all the wrong anime things in one image. My favorite Fairy Tale is Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Cause they they eat lots of the candy, but they're the bad boys, you know. The witch gotta eat them. The witch gotta eat them because they're the bad boys. And, and this is all... this is why we don't talk about anime on this podcast. But you should talk, or you should listen to our other anime talkie podcast. Is anime is weird? Where it's full our, of this our kind of anime nonsense. talkie podcast. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired, guys. We're so fucking delusional this, is the, this, this week. Does this take place in the 30s? Yes, the talkies. The talkies. All of anime is weird is in this radio pulpy style. Oh my god, I can't talk. First Friday every month. And, and everyone here talks like Schwick from uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Is there an arcade mode in, in, in Naruto fight fighting the, the storms? Uh... Yeah, there's. Yeah, yeah. Like final boss at the end. Uh, well, the game is set up. The story mode is pretty much a bunch of boss battles, which is really fun. But is there a separate arcade mode to the story mode, where you just uh, run through a series of fights? That's what the story mode is. You oh. run through a series of fights, and then uh, there's an adventure mode where it's like free roam plus fights, so, and then there's there, like PVC. Is there a thing where you could pick a character, and then fight through like a ladder of of opponents and then you get to the end and they, yeah, do they each have their own ending. That's a survival mode. Oh, not not their own ending. Like a Street Fighter type thing? Yeah. <laughs> no. That they don't have. Andy, I have a question. Um, did you pick up your stuff from GameStop? Because I remember reading about it. I did it. pick it up from GameStop. Yeah, so they were they were doing on the twentieth, uh like some anime celebration day where you could pick up exclusive yep. Naruto and like Kurama. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me define the stupidity of this pop's name. Okay, Kurama mode Kurama. Uh, okay. Makes sense to me. Uh, that's someone that don't even make sense to me, and I'm a Naruto fan. I guess we should sue someone at Pop Vinyl for, you know, not it, doing so their homework. I just blame GameStop. So what's the fighting system like? Is it one one v one or is it two v two? Uh, it's one v one, and then you get two support characters if you want to do a team battle. So then the support characters, uh, you click L one or R one. The support character comes out, they attack, and then they retreat. Mm. Um, or if you don't want to use them like that, you can switch to your support character and use your support character to fight. Mm. And is there online play? Because I want to fight with you and just go full ham. You need to get this game quick. Yeah, yeah, I will. Okay. But is there online play? I'm just that's all I want. Yeah, there is. Sweet, excellent. Who's your uh, main team? Uh, my main team is usually Gara and like two randos. Okay. Um, is that the Sandman? Yeah, that's the Sandman. 
I would like to be Zabasa, Kimimaro, and someone else. Yeah, so maybe like Kasame. No, back. actually, yeah, Kasame, yeah. Zabasa, and Kimimaro. That's my team. And he just he just like um, and then all the sand <laughs> comes out. Yeah, and he like he like earth bends all the sand. I don't know about earth bending, like, but <laughs> who would win a fight, Gara or Sandman? Probably Gara. What about Hydro Man? He turned his ass to mud. <laughs> what is Hydro Man's deal anyway? I I ain't seen him in Spider Man in like you know how many years it's been since I seen Hydro Man. <laughs> Too many years since the nineties. I know. What's up with that? I feel like <laughs> I see I see Sandman more often than I see Hydro Man. Hydro Man can control the ocean waves, man. <laughs> Listen, you know how much sand there is? Not as much as there is fucking ocean. <laughs> there is at least seven seas. Hydro Man gets you on the ocean is this a wrap. You gotta be Aquaman to fight his ass. Wait, Stan, is it just the ocean or just any body of water? Listen, he's Hydro Man. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it being like any type of water. Is there? Is there? A hyd- and then, hold on. Because I know you're going to ask about it. But Mary Jane, Mary Jane had, like, the powers of Hydro Man. No, but I don't think that was the real Mary Jane. No, it was, like, a bullshit Mary Jane. Yeah, and then they were like, we're going to show you the real Mary Jane, and they never did. And then, uh, then Spider-Man he- goes away with he- Stan Lee, and that's how the series ends. Yeah, and then he goes to the moon and, and so like, starts talking weird. to, like, an animal man. That's uh, Spider-Man Unlimited? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, is there a Hydro Man in Naruto verse? Does he have? There like, is a one. That's uh, there Suigetsu. is. His name is Sugetsu. Sugetsu and yeah. Kasame. Well, sorta. Yeah. Sugetsu well, turns into water. You know, be fucking crazy if there was like an anime man who his power was like he had a bottle of grass and he could just control foilage. Uh, well, I guess imagine it, that shit. You you I, fight his ass in a forest. I mean, the ninjas they, they, they practice the wood style, or is, is that wood? No, yeah. What's that called, Andy? Remember one of the legendary Sanin? He could like create trees like out of nowhere. Oh, that's all. Uh, like, you know what I'm talking about? Wood... Yeah, that's Hashirama's wood style. Yeah, exactly, wood style. Wow. I've, yeah, I've been talking shit about Naruto too much. I'm sorry. Are you, are we? You got more to say? It's a good game. Pick it up. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let's go on to Stan's game. Stan's Stan's been waiting to do this one. Speaking of not having an arcade mode. <laughs> Street Fighter Five. That dropped last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You want to know about Street Fighter Five? Chris, you want to know about Street Fighter Five? Tell me uh, about I, I hear Five. it's mildly disappointing. Um, so well, let me let me get into that. I wrote I wrote a few notes here. Um the fighting is smooth like butter. It's really good. The fighting is amazing. But who are you fighting against? What do you mean who am I fighting who, All who of them. <laughs> there's no, who you fighting on the streets? No arcade mode? Wait, shh, 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 shh. We're, we're getting to that, right? The fighting is smooth like butter, right? Like like olive oil and rich butter. We're just like real smooth, real smooth on the toast, right? Anyway, so you get into a fight and it's re- it's really good. The fighting is even, I, the fighting is really fast, but it, it's also, I don't know how to describe it because I'm not, I'm not like a fighting wizard. I just know that, like, <laughs> but you should be Stan. I don't what have like a hell? bottle of fighting in my in my on my back that I could just summon. Okay, 
I, I don't like, think I, anybody has that. I like that. the fighting in Street Fighter Five. It feels a lot smoother and more fun than even four. Um, that being said, there isn't a hell of a lot to play. <laughs> there isn't a lot of options for you, especially if you like to do your fighting offline. Um, especially if you like to familiarize yourself with the game systems before you jump online and get your ass beat by everybody. Um, there's 16 characters in this game. A lot of them feel very different from each other. They have different um, skills called V skills, and they, they each do something different than nobody else does. Like Ryu, for example, can parry moves. Um, he's the only one who can do that. Ken does this move where he runs across the screen if you tap two buttons. And I've seen shit online where he will fight a guy, knock him in the air, run to the other side of him as he's falling, and continue his combo. God damn. So there's a lot of options. Our Mika is my favorite, Rainbow Mika. I, I, last week I mentioned that I would be maining her. Doesn't disappoint. She has this move where she pulls out a microphone and starts cutting a promo on the other opponent. <laughs> She'll just start talking shit into the microphone as... As long as you hold down the two buttons, um, triangle and circle on the PS4, she will keep talking to the microphone. And the longer you hold it down, the stronger her grapple does. And if they let you get to the end of the the promo, if you you can one shot KO people with one one grappling move, if they let you talk too long, because that's how it works in pro wrestling. You can't you can't let the other person talk too much trash, <laughs> otherwise you, you get your ass beat. Um, she's got a lot of wrestling moves. She's awesome. She's so awesome. Um, but 16 characters is not a lot. Street Fighter 4 came out in 2007 on the Xbox and PS3, and I think that had 24 characters. I know it wasn't 16. Yeah, it was definitely more than 16. This one only has 16. Um, all the ones that I have played as have been a lot of fun. I haven't tried the entire roster yet. Is there a season pass revealed for this game? Yeah, you get six more characters. I think it's like 30 bucks. The first one is Alex. He's coming out next month. Um, Alex was in Street Fighter 3. Um, six characters. I think so. It's that's six. let me let me look up real quick because that's still less than Street Fighter Four. It is, and I think that's only season one. I think they're going to come out with others after. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Alex, Guile, Ibuki, Balrog, Jury, and Urian, or Urian, whatever. So yeah, six more characters. You can buy them in the season pass. So you can purchase them separately. You can also earn in-game fight money. Why is Guile not in this game? Um, because Nash is, and, and uh, yeah, they're not exactly the same, but, but they, they're very similar. They have like sonic booms and stuff, but anyway, um, you can buy them with money or you can earn in game fight money and use that to purchase the characters. And, um, you earn fight money by playing through the story that's included in the game, which is kind of garbage. Um, apparently, they're, they're adding an actual story mode in June as free DLC, but it's not there now. There's a lot of things that aren't there right now that probably should be there right now. I don't think this game should have released in February. I feel like it should have been released in March. Um, there, So the story mode has each character. It has you play as each character, right? You can pick each each one of them as, as if you're doing an arcade mode, but there's only two to three fights per character, and it's one round, and, and the AI is like... On easy mode, you can't change the difficulty, and the story is really stupid for each one. Um, Ken's story is that he's going to a party with his wife, <laughs> <laughs> and they go to a party, and Birdie's standing there, and they and Ken just beats him up for no for no real reason, and then he fights Karen or Kareen, whatever her name is, because she's hosting the party, and she's like, "Let me fight you real quick." 
they fight, and that's his story. Um, Ryu's story, he he wants he wants his fist to be better, something like that. <laughs> talking about his fist a lot, a lot of cutscenes where he's talking about his fist. All the cutscenes are just like still, like static images with like voice dialogue. They're very short. They're supposed to set you up for the actual story mode that's coming in the summer, and so the prequel. But it's like it's really short. It's, but it's like it's bad. We paid sixty dollars. It's it's terrible. It's um Birdie's story mode is that he he's like he doesn't want to be a part of Shadowloo anymore, right? Because he used to be one of the bad guys or whatever. And it's like, oh man, what's why does he not want to be in Shadowloo anymore? What's that story? You know, he he didn't want to wear the hat. <laughs> <laughs> he he was telling everybody we had we I just had a lot of differences with Shadowloo, and you you see that flashback in his storyline, and he just they were like, you got to wear this hat, and he was like, I don't want to wear this stupid hat. Mess up my hair. That's it. And so, playing through each story mode is supposed to like it gives you a little fight money and it helps you level up the characters or whatever. Um, they're they're really bad. It also here's here's what's funny about this when you play through the story mode, right? You usually a lot of times you're playing as a different costume than their default costume. So for example, Chun Li's story mode, she wears his boss ass police officer's uniform because she's a cop, right? So through her story mode, her like three or four fights, she's wearing this police off police officer's uniform, which looks really cool. And it's like, man, I can't wait to unlock that shit, right? And once you beat it, it's like, oh, you can use other costumes in story mode now, right? So and then I also accumulated a bunch of fight money, and there's a shop on the main menu. So I'm like, let me go and unlock this costume so I can play it online or whatever. I go and I click on shop and it's like, this is this will be available with, with a free update in March. Uh, are you serious? So so you can play as the with the costumes, but you want to go and you want to unlock the costume, you got to go through shop. Shop's not there. They didn't put it in. It's not there yet. <laughs> so all that fight money you're accumulating right now, you can't spend it on anything. So it's just there. It's just it's there. You can't unlock. You can play with the costumes. There are they are physically in the game, but you cannot unlock them to play with them because the shop mode is not unlocked yet because it's not in the game because they got to add it with a free update later in March. Game industry people stop releasing games that aren't complete. The others. The other thing is that there's no arcade mode. There is there is no arcade mode. The story mode is really terrible and not fun to play. There's a survival mode. And the survival mode is a fucking bastard because that that game survival mode is the only way you can unlock different colors for your for your outfits, right? And that way, that's the only other that's the only other variety you have right now since all the costumes are unlocked through the shop and the shop's not there. So um, if you play uh, survival mode on easy, you it's ten fights in a row and you have one bar of health, right? So if you lose, it's game over. You got to start from one, right? And between each match, you can spend some of the points that you're earning to give yourself more health, give yourself a little more defense in the next round, a little more attack power, et cetera, et cetera. And the only way you can unlock one set of colors is by beating easy mode. Then you beat normal mode and you get the, uh, like, you get, you start with one and two, right? You unlock color set three, beating easy mode, then four, five, and six on normal. And then there's hard mode and there's hell mode, et cetera, et cetera. Normal mode is 30 fights in a row. Right, and I've been playing normal mode with Rainbow Mika over and over again, and I keep getting punked on match thirty with M Bison, and then it's like game over, start over. You unlock shit. You just wasted forty five minutes of your life fighting all these matches. You're done. You know what else? You have to be online 
while you're playing this game. Otherwise, you don't unlock fight money and you don't level up your characters. And you know what's funny? If you're playing survival mode, let's say you're playing in hell mode, which is the hardest one. It's got 100 fights. Let's say you're on fight 99 and the servers go down. It boots you to the main menu. <laughs> Even though you're playing single player, it will boot your ass to the main menu if the servers go down, if you're connected. And if you're not connected, you don't unlock shit. So all I'm hearing is uh, I'm not buying Street Fighter. There's daily challenges, and it'll teach you how to actually play as the characters that you have because the tutorial mode in the game is garbage. <laughs> the t- you start up the game, and it's like, here's a tutorial. Walk left. Walk, walk right. Jump. Crouch. Block. Is there no way to no. skip it? <laughs> I think you can skip it, but the tutorial mode you would think would teach you how to do these special moves that each characters have: the V skill, the the like um, V trigger, which is different for each character. But they don't tell you what the hell it does for each character. Like you can activate it, and it teaches you how to activate it in the tutorial mode, but it doesn't tell you what it does. So Ryu, so like Ryu, right? His V skill is the parry, right? But his V trigger, I don't know what the fuck it does. He like flashes. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he, maybe his attacks are stronger. I don't know what's going on. Right? Fucking Ken, like he he turns into fireman, like like Human Torch. Like he'll hit you and you'll you'll burn or some shit. Right? That's fine. Everyone else, I don't know. Like Armika, you hit her V trigger and like her tag team partner shows up and will, fu- will like fall out of the sky and like punch punch your opponent in the face. I don't know what the fuck her teammates called. You know what would be a great place for me to learn what the hell her teammates is, is called? Story mode. Ain't there. Armika's story mode is like she meets up with Zangief and he's like, well, let's be like muscle spirits or some shit. And then it's like, okay, this is great. They're going to fight around the world. And you fight two fights and it's like, you have muscle spirits now. <laughs> the end. Okay. A great place for you to learn what the V skills were and what they do would have been story mode, but it doesn't teach you what to do. You go, and there's training mode, right? The training mode's really awesome. And there's a lot of options that you can like use in training mode. Like, for example, Armika's um has garbage range, right? She's not a she's not a ranged fighter. So I can program, let's say Ken, right, as a dummy character, I can program a series of Hadoukens. So all he'll do is like spam Hadoukens, and then I can practice for however, however long I want, just have those Hadoukens coming at me and I can practice how to get over them or whatever. So there's a lot of options there. I don't know what where did my train of thought go? Why did I mention that? I have no right. idea. Train mode is the other thing you can do, right? That's great. Whatever. Um, let me see. I got my notes here. I, I took a lot of notes. Yeah. So you have these V triggers and V skills. It tells you how to how to activate it in tutorial, but it, and training mode, but it doesn't teach you what they do. You have to actually go outside of the game and learn that from like the internet or buy the forty dollar collector's edition guide <laughs> that'll tell you how to do each uh, V trigger and what they do. But it doesn't tell you in-game. There's no in-game like knowledge of what anything does. you got to figure everything out on your own, basically. Which doesn't make any sense because it's supposed to be presumably friendly to casuals and to experienced fighters, too. I mean, and these V-triggers are all new to this like, yeah, series. So this is a new system. So it's new across the board. So you would think they would, like... Yeah, you would, people, you would what think, the fuck? right? You think they put in challenge mode, which challenge mode, if you look at the challenges... They look like they'll actually teach you how to use each fighter, but that's not coming till March. They like March first, or like I March don't know. 31st. It says it says this will be unlocked in March via free update. Ugh. They should have released this game in March. 
and I, they, I think they, they released it when they did for, like, the Capcom tournament, like, the Capcom Cup, and, like, whatever, you know, well, tour. Like Evo. Yeah, and Evo, it gives them plenty of, gives the skilled, experienced fighters plenty of time to practice with Street Fighter Five in time for the tournaments. But anyone who's buying the, like, the vast majority of people buying the game when it came out, there's, like, not, not much there for them. They can go online and get their ass kicked. Or they can, like, stumble through the, the shitty story mode. Or get really pissed off the survival mode. Or, like, not really know what to do in the tutorial in the um, training mode. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, so, a sloppy botched release, but still really fun even, gameplay. It's not sloppy, because Capcom knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. This is deliberate, right? They knew what they... They put the game out deliberately... In order to get it in the hands of the people who would be going to these tournaments. And then they figure we'll just add everything else later. Is that shitty? Yes. But when you actually get into the game and you actually play, it's a lot of fun. I'm having more fun per fight with this Street Fighter than I did in 4. And I played the fuck out of 4. Like, I played so much of Vanilla 4 and Super Street Fighter 4 that it's crazy. The most for uh, 4 that I played was the 3DS version, which was trash. I actually really like the 3DS version because you can have like the, the cheating-ass special moves on the touchscreen. Yeah. I that... love doing that. And my favorite character to play was El Fuerte. El Fuerte? <laughs> yeah. My favorite was Dudley, Makoto, because he's got he's, he's that dandy boxer. That's awesome. I talked about it last week. But and Bison all the way for me. <laughs> but yeah, man, like... I think this game should at least been released in March, because that's when all that's when most most of the stuff is coming. You can make for another thing. You can make lobbies in this game, but it's only two two people, two people lobbies. That's it. I think in March they're going to add eight person lobbies, but it's not there now. So, and you can't even verse computers. Yeah, that's another thing. They have a versus mode in the main menu where you can play one v two, like one player versus two player. But there's no way that you can have a standard two-round fight with the computer offline. It just doesn't exist. There's no option for it. You can't do one player one versus computer. You can't have the, you know, best of two in an arcade mode. It's not there in the story mode. Survival mode is one round. It's all one round. So you can't have a standard Street Fighter match single player. It's just not there. There's a lot that's just not there. That's really sad. disappointing. But when you actually get into the game, when you pick a character that you like, it feels a lot of fun. It's just, I don't know. I just love, I love, I'm having a lot of fun just playing as Armika and just like, even when I get my ass beat online, I feel like I'm learning and I feel like I'm getting better. You can, you can, um, they have replay mode where you can view all the replays of every match you've ever done. It records automatically every match you've ever done. That's insane. And anyone can search it. So they can look me up on, on Street Fighter and see how trash I am. All my online fights where I lost. And you can go, presumably, and look up the, the top fighter. Like, say say you want to get better as um, Nash or whatever. And you want to be able to fight Ryu's, right? You can look up online, top Ryu fighter, top ranked Nash fighter, and look up videos of those two fighters fighting each other and see what it's like. And you can, like presumably learn so much about how to play as the characters by doing that and i looked for armika and those videos don't exist so i don't think there are any high level armika players yet i guess i might be the first 
eventually. Stan, take that, take that title, take that trophy. Stan at the moment is the highest Armika player. <laughs> I'm the only one. She's so much fun to play as. I they, nobody nobody knows how to react when you pull out that microphone and you start cutting a promo on them. And it, when they hit you, you have like one second of armor where you can just absorb their attack and like like fight back really quick. So it's and then she throws the mic on the ground, which will like hurt them a little bit. Like it'll it'll attack so them. So she drops the mic. So she drops the mic and it'll bounce and it'll hit, hit the opponent. So you can like just pull out the microphone, start cutting a promo, throw it in the ground, hit somebody, put them in the headlock. It's great. It's a great game. Wish it came out in March. Should have come out in March. But should have. If you if you are not the type of person to play online, and you want single player stuff, I would say wait a few weeks till March. There'll be some more stuff for you to, to play around with. And if you really want a good story mode, that's coming in the summer. All free, but not at launch. And um, I'm going to start training with a friend of mine who's really good at Street Fighter. His his name is Iron Lambro. He's he's a Twitch player. He, he, um, he has a Twitch channel. It's Iron Lambro. Every Wednesday night at 6.30 p.m. he streams. Um, he's really good at Street Fighter. He's going to start showing me the ropes. And he's actually going to be on the show next week. And he's going to give some uh, little pointers for for the Street Fighters and the Street Fighterettes out there. And me. Awesome. He's going to be training me. I'm going to come up. I'm going to run up the stairs like Naruto. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to overcome your Apollo Creed? Yeah. Yo, you should do like a, a live stream where you two just sit down and play Street Fighter. And he just comments on like on, or gives you tips as you play live. And then we could like post that to YouTube as well. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's complicated or we have, like, the, the tech to do that. I don't really have the time for it, but I can update you with my progress. Okay, we could do that. And you could check him out on, on Twitch, but, yeah. Can't wait. Can't cool. wait to play more. As much as that game pisses me off and as much as I feel like that the, there's a lot of crucial crucial stuff missing, actually getting into a fight and playing and fighting the streets is fun. <laughs> wait, Andy, are you, are you, you're not a fan of Street Fighter, right? Not really. Okay, Stan, I'll get you back. I'll I'll pick up this game. I'm a really big. I love Street Fighter. I love its like wacky ass lore, and I, I like the comic books. I like occasionally will read a Street Fighter comic book. I, I <clears throat> love how like bizarre all the characters are and how crazy the, the story is and all this stuff and like how Street Fighter Four and Street Fighter Five have to take place before Street Fighter Three because in Street Fighter Three, M Bison is like dead. And they want they wanted him in four and five, and that's why it has to take place before three. So it goes Street Fighter one, two, four, five, three. And supposedly the story mode is supposed to fill in what happens between Street Fighter four and leading into Street Fighter three. So I hope M Bison dies at the end. I want to see. I want to see how he goes out. In the blaze of glory, because like some Godfather stuff. Yeah, he's gonna go in a barrage of bullets. They like drive him down to the river, and he's like <laughs> he's in the front seat, and then like Giles in the back seat with the gun. <laughs> Giles tell, tells the other guy to keep the cannoli. Like like Ryu goes outside to like take a leak in the bushes, and then, <laughs> and then Giles just offs him in the front seat. Sonic boom. <laughs> Those are gonna be the last words. Ken, Bison hears. Ken wakes up and like he he pulls off the covers and. Blanca's head's in his bed. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I just want to see 
the beginning scene of the godfather and just the godfighter the godfighter yes <laughs> um uh i don't know um who's um m bison's like lackey or is there one he has many uh, he has many lackeys i don't know just some lackey going to to m bison in the beginning and he kissing his ring and showing him respect and asking him to like destroy i don't know chun li I do this one favor for you. That'd be great. You like Vega? Oh, Vega! He's like lieutenants. I kind of like Vega. Vega's another one of my favorite Street Fighter characters. Yeah. I like There's Sagat no purpose, too, but Sagat's like not in this one. It's really weird too, because if you, if you see like in, in Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter 4, it's like Bison is the boss, and then like his like his generals, his lieutenants, whatever, is like Vega, Balrog um and sagat and now you get to five and it's it's um and bison bought balrog vega and fong the new the new fighter the poison guy and he's not there and there's this there's this level called there's a stage you can fight on called like the the lair of the four kings or something and it's and it's like these big like mount rushmore statues of like and bison vega balrog and fong and then like and bison's got the globe in his hand and apparently if you play through fong's storyline you fight in that stage but one of the statues is sagat instead of fong because his storyline is like him becoming the new like general from so bison. he like takes over yeah and like they don't mention sagat in the game at all like in any of the story stuff as far as i know so i wonder if maybe like he's gonna come back like a season two character which would be pretty badass like why did he leave shadowloo maybe i hope it's not because of the hats <laughs> i hope he's got like a real reason but yeah Pick it up, maybe. Pick it up in March. I ain't picking that shit up. Not you. If you're listening, if you like this, the fight in the streets, March. See, I'll probably pick it up least. in March because I want, I want a more complete release. Yeah, I mean, like, I wasn't gonna pick it up on day one, but I got that Street Fighter bug. If I, if I'm picking it up, I'm gonna pick up Super Street Fighter Five when that comes out. Supposedly, this is gonna be like the or, only release or, that they or do. Or Ultra Street Fighter Five. Or Super Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. If if Capcom is to believe, they will release all the characters on the base game, and they will do all the updates on the base game for free, like the balancing stuff and the. Huh. I don't know. Man, we'll see. That's, that's big say. words for Capcom. They Fucking... said they kind of said that for Street Fighter Four, and they didn't do that. But Capcom's they said... also infamously known for bunch of DLCs and. Well, I, I'm, I assure that I, I'm 100% sure that there's going to be a shitload of costumes to buy, a shitload of characters to buy, but I'm not sure if they're going to re-release it. Maybe as like a game of the year set, you know what I'm saying? Like a but complete I, edition? Yeah, but I think That's if, fine, if you but... have the, the base game, I think you, you'll you just, you don't have, it, it's not going to be like a Street Fighter 4 situation where you It's going to be like buy. Resident Evil and Resident Evil Gold Edition. Yeah, like you can, you can buy yeah. all, all the upgrades and stuff. You don't have to like get, get the other the releases. But yeah. Hopefully. Anyway, I said all I wanted to say about Street Fighter. Um, next week, it'll probably be just happy things to talk about. And not all the, the shit that pisses me off about it. Just let out, Stan. And then... It's a very polarizing game, man. Like, I love the, to actually play it, but there's not enough there to play. You know what I'm saying? And I'll, I like that it exists. I just wish there was more. You know what I'm saying? More characters. More modes. Can't even beat up a car. Can't even fucking beat That's up a car. sacrilege. You always need to beat up a car. Can't drag and punch a barrel. 
the hell? Street Fighter, what are you doing? Let me let me punch a fucking barrel. Or break a barrel. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, we're gonna wrap it up with a special topic. I'm not quite sure if this is a death battle or just like a debate, but uh, it's not, I don't want to say it's a real death battle. Okay, well, it's just like it's just like an intellectual conversation, sort of. Like, yeah, why why that team is the best? Exactly. So, uh, sometime in the last week, um, one of our awesome Super Nerd Pals Facebook group members, uh, Ash Mullen, Facebook.com slash group slash Super Nerd Pals. Thank you, Stan. Uh, Ash Mullen, he posted this image and a question uh, asking, um, what's our ideal or best team up made up of androids and or robots? And Stan really liked this idea. So we're going to go around the table and talk about our team ups for for androids. So we're going to pick the best three on a team and why we chose them, why we're a fan of them. And uh, yeah. So who wants to start? I guess I'll start it off. So my team is Super Seventeen from Dragon Ball Z, or GT, GT, or GT, yeah, <laughs> Mega Man. All right. Hmm. And hmm. Hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is uh, if this counts, but Nick Valentine. <laughs> oh, he totally counts. Yeah, All right, not? cool. I wasn't sure if synth android. Yeah, let's not differentiate any kind of robotic humanoid. Okay, awesome. So yeah, I picked these three because uh, we pretty much got like the brain, the bronze, and the cuteness. Well, <laughs> not the cuteness, but he he's man got like cute? the uh, the uh, saying, the diversity. You saying he ain't cute, little man? <laughs> <laughs> he's got the diversity of different powers, so that's why I picked that team. I think it would be badass to see them like tag team fight something. Nick will be over there like pew pew with his gun. Or sometimes, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes when I have Nick on my team, he like has this fucking Gatling gun. Oh, seriously? Like, scary with a Gatling gun, yeah. Wait, or a flamethrower. Is it a regular Gatling gun or like the Ashmaker or some other? Uh, it's a regular Gatling gun, but it's a legendary Gatling gun. Nice. Does it have like the the razor blades around it so you can melee people by shredding them apart with like barbed wire? <laughs> no. Oh, dude. Does the no. Gatling gun shoot tiny Nick Valentines? I wish. Imagine like little Ant Man sized Nick Valentines coming out of the gun. Yo. Crawling all over you like, yeah, see? <laughs> a thousand of them. Why, why is he Skeletor? <laughs> He's not. No, it's. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> no, Nick Valentine's like, man, see? He's got that like lower. Man. It's similar. He's, he's, uh, so he's I, rocky I'm, and muggy. I'm making him more high pitched because he's tiny. Yeah, see, you solved the case. Lone lone wanderer. No, what what the hell are you call? Stan, that that's, that's the next that's the next uh, Nick Valentine DLC. He shrinks down so Laura and um, the Wasp can like fight nanites in some other synth body. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Are you aren't you called the Vault Dweller? The vault yeah, dweller, the, the lone wanderer, the vault dweller. Anyway, but yeah, that's my pick, Chris. You want you want to go? All right, yeah. So, um, looking at my choices, it's not Andy's balanced approach. It's more like good cop, bad cop kind of thing. So I have like two super friendly robot companions. Uh, so you got Chappie from the movie Chappie, uh, which came out <laughs> last year. 
which was really awesome. Uh, Chappie's a robot voiced, and he got mo-capped by um, Chartel Copley, who I'm a really big fan of, um, like District 9, and I'm blanking what other movies he's done. Oh, uh, he's coming out in a new movie called um, Hardcore Henry. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting off track. But Chappie's really cool. He's a really fan of robot, um, but he's also raised by South African thugs and gangsters so he talks like like a thug but he's really kind-hearted and and he's just he's really tough well put together um before he was recreated to have actual intelligence uh he was a police robot um so he's really badass but he's also really like a cool guy like he's really charming and like i think he's just a good dude just to hang out with and similar to that, you got the Iron Giant, voiced by by Groot, by Vin Diesel. It would just be like bro fest with Chappie and the Iron Giant. And if 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 I'm in trouble, Iron Giant can go berserk mode and turn into that crazy, super armored version with like laser cannons and like that really cool helmet effect that that happens. Um, and he can regenerate, which is really cool. And then for the bad cop kind of take i i've got the sentinels from x-men um i've loved i love the Sentinels. the sentinels are aside from from magneto well who could be argued as a anti-hero instead of a villain um in certain respects but my favorite villains are the sentinels um i love them ever since the animated series and the arcane games and the comics um so i just have a legion of them or if that's not allowed i would really love to have one of the more current versions of the Sentinels, which is um, Cerebra. Uh, Cerebra, if you don't know, she's an AI who has all the info and functionality of the original Cerebro system. But to protect Cerebro, or I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, to protect her, Forge put Cerebra into the body of a Sentinel. So basically there's a Sentinel and the new lineup of x-men and extraordinary x-men and i just remember cracking up for the first time reading extraordinary x-men number one where like logan stabs the sentinel that comes out or old man logan i'm sorry uh stabs sentinel and cereba said she was like don't hurt me and i just cracked up so uh i would love to have either a regular original sentinel or cereba sentinel on my team and it'd be cool. Nice. How about you, Stan? Okay, so the cop-out answer is is Imperfect Cell with Android 17 and 18, Oof. so it becomes Perfect Cell. But I'm not going to say that one, because you know what? He's too OP. Too OP. He's a little too OP. A little too OP. That's, that's like a cop-out, because then he would just absorb the other two Androids and become like Perfect Cell. Anyway, so um, one of them would be T-1000 from Terminator 2. Hell yeah, that yes. Guy's, that guy's liquid metal. You can't You can't hurt that dude. Unless you had like a lot of fire and like lava, and where you where you gonna get that? Nowhere. The sun. You gotta throw his ass to a sun, or into like a, a foundry. But when's was when's the last time you saw a foundry? Uh, I saw one in Terminator Two. Yeah, there you go. That was that was mad years ago. <laughs> that was the last foundry on Earth. And also, he's got that cop uniform. He got the, like sunglasses and the helmet, and he's like, and he's like, like, shoot him in the eye, like fucking Carl. Walking Dead, but then his eye comes back, so he doesn't have to run or go in the house or anything because he T one thousand. 
Um, then I would pick um, Q from Street Fighter Three. I don't know if you guys ever ever seen Q. I, I it's not I'm not familiar. Oh yeah, Q from Q is like a proto Nick Valentine where he's looking just, like Rorschach. Yeah, looking like Rorschach. He's got like a metal mask and like a, a trench coat and like a like a trilby type of thing, and he's got like gloves and he just like beats the shit out of you. But he's like a detective, but he's like not. But he's like he's just, he's just Q. Nobody knows what he is. But he will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> and he might be in the background of Street Fighter 2 Ken stage. Maybe he's looking for Ken. Maybe go fuck him up. <laughs> Maybe he's at the party that Ken goes to in Street Fighter 5. Maybe he's going to sit down to dinner and Q's going to be like serving like turkey. And he's going to put down the turkey and punch him in the head. Because <laughs> he's Q. He's a badass. I want to see him in season 2. I ain't seen him since Street Fighter 3. Since since Street Fighter 5 was a setup Street Fighter 3, he better be in Street Fighter 5. I'm going to play as his ass. Punch him in the head. <laughs> anyway. My third pick is Cyborg Superman Hank Henshaw. Hell yes. Now you want you want to hear about some OP, some OP motherfuckers right here. Let me tell you about Hank Henshaw. I gotta roll up my sleeves to tell you about Cyborg Superman. Cyborg Superman, Hank Henshaw. He has all the powers of Superman. He is half a robot face, like Terminator. All Superman's powers. He can let me pull this out, make sure my my Information is correct here because I don't want to get twisted about Hank Henshaw. He can possess and control and reanimate various machines and has all Superman's powers. He hacked like Superman's like Kryptonian satellite systems. And and so... and, and he joined the Sinestro Corps. Wow. So he got the yellow ring, he got Superman powers, he got Robo Necromancer. He Necromancer. So guy. he can pretty much just control everyone me and Chris named. Yeah, and he can rebuild bodies for himself, so he's like practically indestructible. Like like that's happened more than once where uh he like transferred his like his I guess like quote unquote like digital consciousness to like refashion bodies made of like metal and other spare robot parts. But man, I remember reading now I'm now I'm like uh now I wish I I'd, I'd said Cyborg Superman because I remember back in the day when like the Reign of the Superman came out. Cyborg Superman was my favorite out of that whole lot, and then and then it, it was revealed it was Hank Henshaw, and it was just even more crazy because then he's just this villain who's trying to like usurp Superman's legacy, and like and he's got a half robot head. Come on, yeah, like the Terminator over here. Yeah, and like he can he can like he hacked uh, what's it called um, Argus or Star Labs without a second thought. He he gets Doomsday and like throws him to space like it's like it was nothing. Hank Henshaw. Is he still is he still in the comics? Uh like current comic continuity? I'm not sure. He, he doesn't have one yellow ring. He has like a bunch. I don't know if he's still part of Sinestro Core. He has like ten yellow rings. I don't think so. I don't even know if he's in the new fifty two, but all I know is that this dude mess you up real bad. He he's in the Supergirl show though, right? I, I'm pretty sure he's in the Supergirl show. Hank Henshaw? Is he? I don't, I haven't seen it yet. I really I really need this new Supergirl. Uh, I think Hank Henshaw was in the show, but it was actually the Martian Manhunter disguised as him. I think that's what happened. I remember reading something about that. If I'm wrong, please correct me. You can tweet at me, email me, whatever. Hank Henshaw, good pull, man. That's awesome. I think that's I, my Android team. I think Hank I Henshaw think, by himself will destroy everyone. I think Stan's Android team wins. Yeah, no contest, no 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 debates here. But uh, we would like to hear what's your ideal. Android team. So if you're any, if you're interested, 
in this uh, little game or debate, please tweet or email or send us a comment on Facebook or a reply in the original thread. Q Turkey. <laughs> cool. Uh, and uh, if you want, uh, if you, if you want to give up, this, this episode was a little wacky. <laughs> Just a little. Just wacky. a little. Because we got uh-huh. we got all, we got all the boys in the in the room again. Yeah, the, not in the same room, but gathered around the mics. <sighs> so yeah, so that, I think that uh, that's about it, right? Yeah. Well, I actually I want to do one thing real quick. Um, I want to I want to do a new segment. New segment. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys to give me your predictions of the of the next WWE main event. <laughs> so whatever the next show is, if it's a pay per view or the next night of Raw. I want to know who you think would be the winner of the main event, okay? Okay. Okay. Now, so the the Sunday that's coming up after this show goes live is going to be WWE Fastlane. Now, remember last month, Triple H won the Royal Rumble that made him the champion, and he's going to go to WrestleMania. So the Fastlane main event is going to set up whoever Triple H's opponent's going to be at WrestleMania. And it's going to be Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And whoever wins that triple threat match is going to fight Triple H for the belt at WrestleMania. Uh, I think it's going to be Brock Lesnar. I think it's going to be Brock. Brock as well. My brain says Brock Lesnar, but my heart says Dean Ambrose. Because look at that, look at his face. He got a little twisty going. His face, (laughs) he's all twisty. You know, like he's tricky. Like, what's he up to? Brock Lesnar got this. Lesnar's like, I don't even know what he's got. (laughs) He he looks real uncertain. (laughs) And then Roman Reigns, he he's blank. He's just he's like dead in the face. He's got nothing going on. There's nothing going on in his brain. <laughs> He's just nobody. He's like, I'm twisty. Dean Ambrose is saying, I'm, I'm a twisty man. I'm tricky. I'm real tricky. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I think he's up to something. That's what Brock Lesnar is saying. Anyway. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so stay tuned. Stay tuned for, for those predictions, whether they're accurate here's, or not. Here's what my secret plan is that by the end of the year, you guys will be really knowledgeable about wrestling. <laughs> so we can start just, a wrestling spin-off podcast, right? This is just secret yeah, maybe, maybe. So just secretly make everybody like really good at useless wrestling trivia. And then we can all be the number one Armika Street Fighter player in the world. It'd be great. So yeah, now Chris, you can end the show. So thanks everyone. That's it for episode fifty two. We had a lot of fun this this weekend, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. If you like what we do, please like, rate, subscribe, and share the show with your friends. Uh, that really means a lot if you give us a good rating that uh, bumps us up on iTunes and makes us easier to find for you like-minded fans and listeners. Uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Or just go to our website, supernerdpals.com. Exactly. Our website has everything you need to find all of our social media channels. So YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have uh, we have all of our podcast episodes on there. We have our blogs. And you can find us on Twitter at supernerdpals. You can find me at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O Ninja for Hire. You can find Stan on. At Stan Doom. There you go. And you can find Andy on Twitter at... Sweet Justice One. Hell yeah. Believe it. Believe it. Also, when this episode drops, it will be barely a week and a a half away from the next episode of Anime is Weird. 
where we review Codebreaker. So we're really excited for this episode. Whip dip. Uh, and it's going to be coming out Friday, uh, March 4th. As a, rem- as a reminder, it comes out every first Friday of the month. Perfect. Perfect. And, um, oh, we also plugged it last week, but we want I would like to plug it again. Uh, our friend of the show, Ryan, she released a new podcast uh, with a friend, Ray, called Cannibalism and Coffee. You can find them on iTunes and SoundCloud. And we will include all the ways you can find their podcast and their Twitter accounts and their, all their social media channels in the show notes. Yay. Woo. So thank you guys. Thank you everyone. And uh, have a good night. Thanks for listening. Bye.